This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. I don't think you're taking this seriously. I can laugh at serious things. Okay. Welcome to the Survivor Series edition of the Basement Bookers podcast. Best of the best. And now you get to be in here with us. The worst of the worst. It's me, Basement Jer, and Rich the Riz. You get to pick who the worst is. We'll see who wins at the end of this. Yes, you can talk we will. now. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I was. I was just kind of not sure where you were going there. Best of the best. This theme. This theme. I don't know. At least we're not going to have a bragging rights pay per view because it's kind of in this one. It is. So I mean, remember so, bragging so, rights? Yeah. So that's good that they're combining the two. But I feel like every time they have one of these pay per views, I I talk about how I don't care which is the best. I don't, because it's scripted. And I know. Well, it. And it's like, eh. However, they did announce that there's going to be a dual brand battle royal on the pre-show, and they have not listed any participants. 100% Big E's winning that. What? That's your prediction? Yeah. Well, okay. I, well, we can't, we can't actually make predictions because we don't know who's in it. Uh, I think we should just make a pick, though. We right. should be able to do that. I think we're probably just going to both pick Big E because he's the only... He's really the only s- serious push that they've given anyone that's not already in a match. Honestly, I think that's going to be the tiebreaker to Survivor Series. Mm. Because it's seven matches. And the picks that I made... It it has three and three. Interesting. Like one of them, uh, we'll talk about it. But I'm like, I'm not like really confident. But like, it feels like it. It looks like that's the way it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. And winning the 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 Survivor Series Battle Royal will be the tiebreaker, even though it's technically gonna be on the pre-show. It really would be the tiebreaker. Yeah, they did that a couple years ago too, and it was the new day that won the match, and they were saying the pre-show didn't count. But Raw was considering themselves having one. You remember? Yeah. Or, or no, so, yeah, there was oh, a yeah. whole thing we were talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah it, I, I remember now. I, yeah, it was like it was like the entire pay per view was Raw, and then New Day won for SmackDown on the pre show. Yeah, they tried to. F- I wonder if this is like now we're doing it on purpose because <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tie. It's stupid. But at the end of the day, it's not really brand supremacy. It's like best of the best. Best. Like it's they, they're, they're not the putting. Best. I don't know if they were putting any emphasis on like the shows. Like I guess maybe Michael Cole like alluded a little bit to it when he's like, "No, well, you know, now you're on SmackDown and that's the best." When he's talking to Bianca Belair. Yeah. But whatever. We'll we'll talk about that. Ugh. Apparently, you 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 being late. Uh, to the office uh, this evening is because you have done painstakingly went out of your way to obtain uh, a, a mountain 
a mountain of news. There is quite a bit of news. A Mount Everest of news. There's quite a bit of news. I'm going to start first with the Zelina Vega situation, sort of. Um, John Alba of Spectrum Sports posted a follow-up from SAG after President Gabriel Carteris saying, quote, Wrestling is as much about media as it is sports, and we are going to directly engage with the members of this profession to help find ways for them to protect themselves. As more people reinvest in unions, and as more people, and as more working people are harassed by employers who don't want to protect them, SAG AFTRA is committed to doing what we can to help professional wrestlers secure the pr- pr- protections they deserve. <laughs> I talk for a living. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> a living? Wait, you're getting paid? No. I think I just need a larger font, which means my eyes are going. Ah, uh, that's scary, isn't it? Hashtag old age. Yeah, I hear you. So, related to that, according to Justin Barrasso of Sports Ill- Illustrated, uh, Zelina Vega launching her OnlyFans account, which, by the way, for anyone that this is news to that she launched OnlyFans, it's only for cosplay stuff. She will only post herself wearing clothes, at least she has said. Much as we're hoping otherwise, that is her st- her stand on the issue currently. This is not of the butthole-showing variety. Right. So, um, when she launched her, only- her OnlyFans account, that put WWE in a position where they felt they had to release her for breach of contract. Regarding her release, Wrestling Observer Radio claims that Vega was making more money from Twitch than she was from WWE. Because her contract predates uh, WWE's, quote, don't go to AEW uh, contracts. Interesting. That's crazy. It's like, I I can't see, like, depend. So I see Paige will get, like, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand views, right? On Twitch. Mm -hmm. I don't see Selena Vega really getting very many more. The fact that she's making more there than. Her WWE down, which I think her, like, the WWE downside, like, the minimum downside was, like, $50,000 or something a year. Well, I don't know, but I think it's time for you to start, uh, wearing sexy tops and getting on that Twitch, get yourself a webcam and whatnot. Looks like you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Well, I don't know, Cole Cabana's been, uh, uh, playing Among Us on Twitch, and... He could use some advice on, like, how to look better, <laughs> I think. Oh. It probably doesn't help that, like, I typically see him on at, like, 2 in the morning. And he looks like it's freaking 2 in the morning. I guess one should not look like it's 2 in the morning. Right. 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 Um, He must be really good. Oh, well, I don't know. I guess he's got a following from so he, he's, something. He's he's the only streamer I've seen play Among Us that doesn't know to position his camera in front of the code. But, like, they were actually getting fans into play because I guess he doesn't have friends that are up and streaming at 2 in the morning. I thought you were going to just say he doesn't have any friends. I wasn't. That would be funnier. I wasn't going to quite go that far. I think he probably has some friends. I know a guy named Phil Brooks is no longer on that list as I understand it there was a falling out I was just making jokes right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in another related note the Observer noted this week that Bruce Pritchard 
Brother Love is allowed to keep his podcast because he told the company when he signed with WWE again that he wants to I'm not to getting keep, rid of my podcast. Right. <laughs> that he wants to keep the, the podcast going and Vince agreed as long as current storylines aren't discussed. We got a handshake deal going on there. Right. I think there's probably also a distinction that he's not on-air talent. Well, yeah. What about New Day and Up, Up, Down, Down? Well, they feel the power podcast. Well, I think that's all through WWE. Yeah, directly. I think so because Corey Gray's After the Bell is in that, and I think it's like that's a part of their podcast network. Yeah, I know, I know. Th- I know for sure the After the Bell is. I think the New Day's podcast is also, uh, but it has I'm not to positive. Be. Um, I think so because they they introduced he introduced it through there. Like he was their gateway, kind of like he's like these guys are gonna have their own podcast. Yeah, you know. I, I, I wish I had the time to freaking check them out. I don't. I do and I don't. So mm-hmm. don't worry about it. You do have time and don't check it out? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, Listen, I don't need to be podcast shamed by these guys. I know, right? So not necessarily related. The WrestleVotes account on Twitter noted that Aleister Black recently asked to return to NXT but was denied by management. This is a long week. Because, like, I feel like this was a long time ago, but I know it wasn't. It's weird. Yeah, it was It was just last Friday. I know, but it feels like a long time ago. It does. <laughs> like, it does. Wait, if it was last Friday, how come we didn't talk about it on the podcast? We did. We talked we about did? her release, yeah. But we talked about Alistair Black? No. Okay, that's what I meant. Like, this feels like a long time ago, but I know it wasn't a long time ago. Oh, you, you, you're saying that you feel... The Alistair Black asking to go back to NXT was a long time ago? Yeah, I feel like this is a long time ago, but that's the way this time is yeah. happening. Well, WrestleVotes Did said- they do something with the Large Hadrian Collider? Like, something's wrong with the universe. I, something's fucked up. There's a, if you don't mind me saying, excuse my French. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Like, so far, the only good thing to come out of 2020 is the Animaniacs reboot, and that's another conversation. Yeah, that's later. But like, but I'm thinking, I'm like, did somebody turn on the Hadrian Collider like four years ago on election day? Cause like, nothing's been the same since. Every, it's like anything goes. It's a Hadron Collider. It's large. They call it the Large Hadron Collider. I've heard call it huge. It's a huge, okay, the huge Hadrian Collider, but <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, it it goes into this world too because it's like wrestling's crazy now too with this. It's like it's it's like somehow the Mister McMahon character has come to real. Like he's a real person now. Like he's been totally taken over by this character. I know. <sighs> we we did talk about it last week. I get it. Like like they don't want they don't want uh, storylines. To come out of Twitch if that's not where they're going. If they're specifically going somewhere else and a million fans start clamoring for this other thing, you know, it's it's not good. No, I, I understand it. I understand it. Anyway, we we got a lot to Yeah. Also, you know, with the with the WWE owning the rights to the the likeness and the name, they pretty much paint themselves into a corner of having to make this additional rule. 
I just see there being a like a WWE Twitch network coming. They sh- they should. They may as well. You know what? I was I was gonna say this, but moving f- um, jumping ahead here. I'm gonna mark here that I said this already. You gonna segue into something? Yes. WWE's partnership with Cameo is now official, with an official account now open for the Undertaker. Who's selling thirty personalized messages? They they are limited. He's only doing thirty personalized messages for a thousand dollars each. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I like the Undertaker. I really do. Six <laughs> but, have sold so far, so get them quick. Yeah, get out there. I I bet by the time they listen to this podcast episode, they'll be gone. Cause like. It's a lot of money to maybe like me and you, but to some people, that's really a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Um, segueing from there, The Undertaker and Snoop Dogg are partnering up for merchandise, which will be available on WWEshop.com starting Sunday. That is, some- that is something I never thought I would hear. <laughs> like, what kind? Like Snoop Dogg and The Undertaker? What? I don't know. I saw one shirt said O D O G. I I was thinking about wait. I what? guess original O-D-O- dead man and original gangster. Okay. I I, did, I, w- I didn't like zoom in to see the rest of the text on the shirt. It was just a big O D and a big O G. Because I was thinking about the Undertaker because this is like a you know it's a big you know it's a big Undertaker time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's having his final farewell at Survivor Series. And I was remembering like all those strange things I've seen the Undertaker do because now he's on TikTok. That was which that I'm, was coming next, yeah. Which I'm like, I my younger self can't rationalize this. This doesn't. It's like if you didn't think the Undertaker was dead before, well, now it's over. It's definitely <laughs> like you, can you wait till after the Survivor Series thing to make that official? Like I know right now he's doing like a shitload of media, so it's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway, I was thinking about there used to, you know, like back in the day, it was like you know, drug, like this is your brain on drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, re- I remember Undertaker's like he had a drug commercial. Do you remember this? No. Or he's like, it's this little girl in it. I don't remember what she was talking about. And then Undertaker's like, he does like he, he's doing his Undertaker thing. It's it's like the younger Taker. He's got the hat and the jacket. And he's like, this is what he talked a little bit. And he's like, there's no hope. With dope. <laughs> I don't remember it at all, but it sounds it's, effective. It's ironic that, like, now he's got cross, like, merch with Snoop Dogg, who smokes 30 tons of weed, I'm sure. But it's just funny. <laughs> that is very funny. Wow. Um, Maybe yeah, funny is not man. the word, but, like, wow. Undertaker's on TikTok. Uh, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it's like... Do do we want to see him doing these dances and? Whatever? I don't think he'll do a dance. May, uh, probably Michelle McCool. Like, is this both of them? Pretty much. Like, she's probably the one running his, you know, his stuff. I saw I saw one because it was on on the news page there where you just see someone in a Undertaker mask and the person sits up and does the rest in peace and it's like it's like all dark and the person just holding the flashlight to the Undertaker mask and then. Someone flips on the light, and you see it's the Undertaker that flipped on the light. He's like, no, one, no one's going to buy that. And she takes off the mask and some shovel cool, and she's like, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, that's the one I saw. 
And part of me cried because I'm pretty sure that's her closet and it looks like my room. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's like, uh, poverty. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not poverty. That's just them being super rich. That's like, that's yeah, that dude, a, that's a, closet, a basic rich person closet. Come on, man. Yeah, a closet that size is not normal. It's just not. That's, that's opulence. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. That's a good one. All right. Where was I that? Okay. Uh, AEW announced on Twitter that Matt Seidel has officially signed. I heard him That's talk a- about. I heard him talk about um, the slip that he had, where he, he's basically like, if he didn't, if his arm didn't go back and he didn't catch the rope, he would have landed right on his head, and it would have been really bad. That's a big get for them. It is to uh, like have him like officially there. For some reason, I thought he was like already official, but FB right. <laughs> now, see, see the 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 thing is, it's it's hard to like we. There's so much more WWE. TV than there is AEW, so WWE. Everyone you see on air is on is on contract. AEW, right. they'll bring someone in for all right. So yeah, you, here's here's your tryout. You'll be on TV. Makes sense. Or rather, I, I think it's it's not even so much a, tr- a tryout because I because I'm I'm sure they know Matt Seidel is like really talented. Like Cody worked with him back in WWE. I, think I hear Cody's worked with everybody. Yeah, right. But I think I think it's more of, all right. So come check out, you know, work this match. Check out what the atmosphere is like. Talk to the guys. See if see if you're a good fit for us, and we'll we'll determine if if we're if you're if you're a good fit for us, and if we're a good fit for you. I think that's more of what it is rather than a tryout. You know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I think is pretty cool. Um, so he is signed. Uh, Marty Bell announced on Twitter that she is no longer under contract with NWA. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll wind up on Impact or there. Back at Impact, maybe. That's true. I, I kind of forgot for a second that she was there. She was, uh, That's in the, the only place I knew her from before NWA. Yeah, me too. Somehow I do. <laughs> I kind of just forgot. Um, Crackle released a trailer on YouTube. I posted this to the the uh, Basin Booker's Facebook page for their upcoming show called Heroes of Lucha Libre, which seems very Lucha Underground inspired. The description goes as follows: The four islands embark with Luchador Wars to win the four power rings of Earth, Wind, Fire, and Water, so they can claim the sacred belt of Zarkuna, which will make them masters of the universe. Sorry, Zarunka. I knew I would read that wrong. Hold up. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Is this animated? Nope. I, you know what? How e? What an ego you gotta have to be like. Wait, are two Aruas is on NXT? I thought he got drafted to Raw. Eh. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Everything is permanent until it's not. I guess so. Uh, but if, like, how self-absorbed is this freaking planet that, like, yeah, you get control of the entire universe for getting stuff that's on this rock. 
Like, at least in the Infinity Wars, the gems were, like, scattered throughout the universe. True. Like, for some reason, it's on freaking Earth. If I was an alien, I'd be pissed. Hmm. Like, these dickheads wrestling on some stupid dirt ball that's literally named Dirt gets to control the universe. I'm going over there, and I'm going to wrestle them. I'm going to beat those guys. Spoiler for season two, what? I know, right? It kind of sounds like a mix of, like, I don't know, you never seen it, but, like, there's this show called Avatar, like The Last Airbender. Heard of it. And there- seen clips, barely, but yeah, that's about it. Apparently, it's okay, but I hear The Legend of Korra, which is like a spinoff of it, is really good. They have the same uh, people worked on that that worked on the Voltron reboot that's on Netflix. That's really good. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's less nerdy stuff for me. But yeah, I might check that out do like a review for the podcast i guess yeah well, I, w- I wish i even had the time to go back to the og lucha on the ground when is this supposed to come out Ooh, good question i th- damn it, thought i had that hell's it called where'd it go something there it's funny it was like two seconds ago and we're like whatever oh that's not heroes of where'd it go Heroes of Where to Go, The Search for the Lost Pen. Oh, I had to put it in quotes. Lucha, Lucha. Heroes of Lucha Libre? Yeah. Maybe? It's important to have information like release dates and stuff like that if you have it. It is. I think it's soon. Oh, the Blizzard Entertainment trademark for when stuff is supposed to be ready. Soon. Look, we don't have a date, but whenever, guys. Okay, great. Let's move on. I could always just pull it up on IMDb, by the way, but you've already wasted enough time here. Alright, hold on. I didn't think I... November 25th. So, Wednesday. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. LA, check it out. LA Park is in it. Um, Ray Mysterio. Mil Mascaris. Blue Demon. Um, Not listed here, but I saw on the wiki. Dos Caras Jr. You remember who that is, right? Uh, no. Alberto. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. I, they must have filmed this <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, this started in like 2017. Alright. It's an 11-part a... series. Oh, well, hopefully they kill them off. Wait, what? Anyway, uh, I mean, the TV show, guys. Come on. Yeah, sure. Okay. Come on, guys. Come on. Moving on from that, and speaking of moving on, WWE issued a press release this week saying they're moving the Thunderdome concept to Tropicana Field, starting with the December 11th episode of SmackDown. Further, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE has been quietly telling talent in negotiations that they don't plan on running house shows once the pandemic ends, but like anything in WWE, that can change at any time. I could see why they wouldn't do that in the immediate future. Yeah. It's like, that we we thought this sense. would be a couple of months. It's now turned into nine months. 
It's now turned into the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it used to be two weeks, but listen, let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, two weeks to flatten the curve, y'all. Yeah, if everyone freaking... Stay at your house. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> it's easier to not go anywhere than it is to go somewhere. All right, well, you just pay sit. me. Just <laughs> pay <sit>. me. <laughs> They're not going to pay for that, are they? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. John Moxley announced during his AEW promo this week that Renee Young is pregnant. Nay, nay. Like, I'm a Moxley fan, and I really like his promos, but I could see, and I'm guilty of this too, I could see how you see him, you hear him, and you start to zone out. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's only because, all right, the reason that was interesting was because it's actually out of the norm for a promo like that. Like, he usually keeps his personal life out of his work, mm-hmm. like, for the most part. I thought that was, like, uncharacteristic. It's a little bit different than his usual, because, like, the reason you could tune it out, because it's always the same shit. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm violence. Violence <laughs> is me. You're the best. To, you're going to have to pry the spells from my cold, dead hands. I'm really all about people trying to attempt and murder me. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, that's his that's his shtick. So that's probably why you have that issue. To me, it's like, yeah, it's like, I hear you, but I like that song. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that song, but every hour on the hour, let's let's take a minute. Yeah, like I, like I kind of, I missed it when he said it. I saw, I saw, I heard something online, or I, I saw something on Twitter. I'm like, what did he say that? Your autopilot was on, sir. It was. I heard him start talking about his dad. And he's like, my, you know, my, you know, he, dad bailed me out, but he didn't smack me this time. He's like, I oh, remember, we're the good guys, and that's when I started zoning out. <laughs> that's exactly where I started zoning out because I remember that part of the interview. I rewatched it today, and I'm, I still remember what he said after that. That's all right, bro. He's like, you know, I got, a pregnant, I, I got this, I got that, I got a pregnant wife at home, going through all this, blah, 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 blah. Just missed it. Uh, Alexa Bliss announced on her Instagram that she's engaged to the Miz's friend, Ryan Cabrera, who apparently is also a songwriter and musician after a year of dating. So, yeah, way to, way to really, you know... You know, aim above your weight class there, Ryan. Yup. But, hey, listen. A lot, a lot of dudes want to be him right now. No, I'm good. Mm. I don't want to be him. Mm. I hear you. <laughs> um, last bit of news for now. PWInsider.com is reporting that NXT has renamed Brandy Lauren as Skylar Story. I... Wait. Why? I guess she's gonna start wrestling on on uh, NXT TV soon. I guess Skylar Story. Skylar Story with an E. Oh, so instead of the Y, it's E Y. I don't like it. Me neither. Uh, I guess maybe they maybe they have a gimmick. Story time. Oh, I hope uh, they already have Tony time and boss time. That's too much. It's a lot of time. At least it's boss time and sto- Tony's and sto- t- Tony time what? is on different uh, t- brands. 
you could do that. You know, yeah. you could, there's a workaround. You know, Bailey tried to steal it this week. You saw that? Yeah, that could be our segue. Okay, to what? SmackDown. Is that all the news? Yeah, that's not a lot of news. You fuck. It's kind of a lot. You should see. That's, it's that's no more than our usual. It's like a full page here. Did you double space? No. Okay, I'm just checking because some people like to double space to make it look like you know it's a writer's trick. I'm sure you know all of those. I do. I do know all those. That's why anyone that double spaces gets no respect from me. All right. I hold Should've... myself to a higher standard. Well, sir, this week is about Survivor Series, and I'd love to talk to you about Survivor Series. But first, a word from. <laughs> uh, I want to take you back to this Friday. I want to take you back. Uh, listen. Squarespace, it, you like the internet? Okay, I was you're trying a to do like a Jericho, <laughs> freaking, uh, you know how we do. Uh, best Talk of the best is Jericho, baby. Let's do it. It's time. It's we're gonna fight once again for the basement championship that is collecting dust with a dusty old man. Uh, let's let's take care of some business here. Let's you know let's. Let's see what we got here. All right, so we we can start with predictions. So, uh, the, as I mentioned, WWE announced a dual brand battle royal for the pre-show participants. TBA. I already said my pick is going to be Big E. Yeah. Well, this is is this actually like for points, or are we just guessing because we don't even know who's going to be in it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if it's if it's not for points, why even pick? Because what if we get it right? All right. So, so do you want it to be for points or no? No. Good. D- doesn't it's count. It's too unpredictable. All right. But if we do the same on everything else, then we should count it. Then we need a tiebreaker, right? Yeah. So, all right. So. I don't think because we'll, like we don't know what we're doing yet. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll tie. But all right, so not counted for because it's seven matches total. I just hate the idea of a tie because that is just you keep it. It's like I'd rather try. Yeah. So um, so we're counting as not counted for basement title unless tiebreaker. Yeah, it's a in case. In case of emergency, break ass. Yes. So, I mean, since it's about a row, we could technically pick two, but we still don't know who's going to be in it. Exactly, but at least it'll give us a chance to have somebody who, like, what if they're not even in it? You know, it's like, God damn it! I picked a Brooklyn Brawler. He doesn't even work here anymore. What am I going to do? All right. You know? All right. So, so we could pick one. We could pick one person that we're pretty sure is going to be in it, and one. A stretch, okay. I'm gonna right. pick E and Dabakato. All right, I'm gonna. I was gonna pick Dabakato. Okay, uh, let's see. All right, you pick Dabakato. Make it a tie. All right, tie. So here we go. All right, so I'm thinking. Oh, uh, Daniel Bryan's on the Survivor Series team. Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, I, uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, for sure. Wait, what Survivor Series team is? You said Daniel Bryan? Yeah, he's on the SmackDown Survivor Series team, isn't he? Nope. Are you sure? Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. All right, Daniel Bryan. Hmm. 
Daniel Bryan. Get don't get me started on this freaking Otis shit. Like, why did he fight Seth Rollins for a spot on the team if they're just gonna put him on the team? Yeah, got something to do. It's fucking stupid. I like. I need more of a, uh, all this adversity. You did it. You deserve this <laughs> bullshit. Get out of here. Because he's got Gable in his corner now. Oh yeah, him. I pick him. So Gable and Daniel Bryan. I think SmackDown's gonna take it away. Hmm. I like your picks. Thank you, sir. Smart. I. I probably not Gable. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Daniel Bryan. I think is a good pick. Huge. I think I think Biggie is the better pick though, so I'm sticking with that. So that's. I feel like that's three SmackDowns and one Raw. Biggie might surprise you. <laughs> really, you know, he might do it. Like I think, because I think he's going to be busy. Because I, I, for some reason, I think he might be involved in the Street Profits uh, New Day tag team match in some capacity. Yeah, that doesn't. So mean that- no, I'm just saying he'll he'll be busy. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying he's not going to do anything. I'm not saying that he's not going to be in the Battle Royal because he might be there. Yeah, That's not exactly. what I'm saying. I'm just saying he'll be busy. Mm-hmm. Busy. Oh, busy. Right. Come on, man. Moving on. Busy. Oh, jeez. Son of a bitch. Busy. I didn't get it. Okay. Get okay. Yeah. I do now. Comedy. That was a little too sophisticated for, for my uh, brain. Bef- Make sure you tip your waiter. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Need some coffee now. Da, 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 All right. Da, da, da. Uh, next, we will start with the men's five-on-five. Five. Team Raw is AJ, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt. So, nope, not Matt. Riddle. And Team SmackDown, as I just mentioned, is Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. All right. Easy buddy, baby. Monday Night Raw takes this. There's been too much build on them not being able to get along and function as a cohesive unit. And uh, Jey Uso's a piece of shit. Uh, so, listen, that's probably going to screw up his team. Him and Kevin Owens, you know, they're not going to bring it together. I think Team Raw, they've got the biggest meat. Like, usually, if you have the biggest meats, uh, you're the better man. Yeah, and, like, legit, once three or four members of Team Raw are out and, like in the back, no longer a factor, any one or two of them could take out all five of Team SmackDown. Pretty much. Especially if it's Braun Strowman or Keith Lee. Yeah, exactly. Like th- I feel like those are the two that they really want to focus, particularly Keith Lee, because he's so he's new to the newest to the roster on this list here. Uh, but he was so dominant last year, like this is gonna be a big showing for him. I think this is he definitely they're gonna win for sure. Yeah, um, I wonder if they're trying to forget last year because they included NXT and then NXT blew them out of the water because they were trying to promote NXT for again being up against AEW. Well, they showed a promo that had uh, I don't know if it was there or online. It was Keith Lee and Roman Reigns like shaking hands or doing that thing they did in the ring. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So. But I don't think they want us to really forget that. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go with Raw also. Um, it's just a better team, and, like, it's hard to pick a weak link. Like, if you have to, it would probably be Sheamus. But listen, yeah, everybody's, I, like, really good. <laughs> I, I actually agree on that. I think if Raw loses, it's going to be because of a pride thing, like Sheamus or whatever is going to pull someone 
from Raw off of pin cover. Oh, what do you do? Come on, I had him beat, blah, blah, blah. Bro, kick. Go ahead, SmackDown. Pin him. I'm gonna, I'm leaving, so I'm getting count out. So that's two eliminations for one. I think the point of them losing to Retribution is for them to learn. You know, like, learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Hmm. I mean, it's easy booking, if you ask me. It is. I'm, like... I'm looking at this. The women's 5-on-5. Five five. Team Raw of uh, the women's tag champs, Nia and Shayna, with Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce against Team SmackDown, which is Bianca, Ruby, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natty. I think it's going to be SmackDown for that one. Because, like, that team, it looks like they'll be more cohesive. Like, you got the Women's Tag Team Champions on Raw, but it's Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and nobody likes them. Right. Like, they're assholes. Mm-hmm. And, that look, I like Peyton Royce, and I'm a fan of Lacey Evans, but they're not good. Like, if you compare the teams, it's it's lopsided. Like, yes, like, you put them on a scale. Like, <laughs> you, it's a little bit heavier it's, it's a little bit. on the raw side. Yeah. But I'm not talking about Nia Jax's weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're just weighed down. Like, it just, it doesn't even look like a real team, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like, Peyton Royce already went and said that she and Lacey aren't a tag team, even though they appeared to be sort of... Well, I guess they were kind of just trying to show Team Raw solidarity when they wanted to game plan with Nia and Shayna. Yeah, like, I think... Also, I think Bailey could use a win. Yeah, with Bailey on the team. Yeah, um, she says she's the team captain. Yeah, I don't <laughs> but know. If that's it, like an AJ style situation. I don't know if this will ch- uh, change your answer here, but there's a chronicle on Lana coming out. Oh yeah, I hear you. I saw. I actually saw that. I was like, when I was setting myself up because I like to have wrestling on in the background while I watch while I'm podcasting. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no! But it's like sometimes that doesn't mean shit. You know, because, like, I was thinking my theory, and this is not going to change my answer. I'm still sticking with Team SmackDown. But I was thinking that she might be the sole survivor, like, on her team. Like, that oh, Lana like, might not, win so it. So, Nia, put Nia puts her through the announce desk, like, early on. Everyone yeah. gets eliminated. Lana crawls back up onto the apron. And... Something. Or at least she's the last person, you know, but some, she, something's going to go down with her. Because, I don't know, it's kind of fucked up to have her go through the table like five weeks or nine weeks or whatever. Nine. Nine weeks in a row, and, and like, nothing, and this is, there's no payoff? Like, then again, it is WWE, so. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Speaking of Lana, her ex-husband, Bobby Lashley, versus <laughs> Sami Zayn, champion versus champion, non-title. I gotta, first of all, I gotta say, like, I can't stand Sami Zayn. <laughs> like, I don't, I, this might be a surprise uh, to the Basement Bookiverse that I can't stand him. Like, if you ask me what would I rather do, hang out with Sami Zayn or cut off my own dick, mm-hmm. I would say, pass me the scissors. I will heat them up, 
and wow. I don't need it. Wow. I guess not. It's like no, I'm kidding. He's he's an all right guy, but he he had a cool tweet that he had posted um like earlier in the week, and I'm like, that shit is fire. Is it um talking about Lashley's new movie he's working on? Yes. Okay, I, I have it here. I'm gonna read it. I'll read it. Let me read it because it's my thing. I have it. Okay, go ahead. I have it. Okay. <laughs> I hear that United States champion Bobby Lashley is working on a new finishing move called, quote, the American way, where he sets up a base on my property, destroys my home, has his friends take whatever is left, then says he did it for freedom and makes me out to be the bad guy. <laughs> That's probably the best tweet he's ever sent out that I, I really enjoyed it. So, sorry, I am going to pick Bobby Lashley, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's such so- a great. It's so real, though. It's like you. Uh, all right, I, I don't mean to get into this, but just just for a second, it's like just because you think you're the Rebel Alliance, you're not really the Rebel Alliance. You're not Luke Skywalker. You're Darth fucking Vader. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. I I I'd counter that because I don't know if Sammy's quite cool enough to be Darth. Maybe he's Darth Helmet. No, I'm talking about America. Oh, I see. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. there's some fucked up shit that's been it's, done. It's true. In the name of freedom, and it's like, eh. anyway, listen, that's not this kind of podcast. Right. But that's another thing. But yeah, Bobby Lashley, the United States champion, he's gonna go over. Uh, the only scenario, Sammy. like Sammy can Sammy's can really only win this match. With some sort of shenanigans. His shenanigans, but it's like Bobby's got the hurt business. There's no way they're going to let him, like... They're not going to be out of ringside because Lashley's going to be overconfident. That's what you say. But, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like, he could probably pull off a trick, but he's going to get his ass beat. Unless he's got a car by the ring. Yeah, that he drops on Lashley first. Yeah, he'd have to drop a car on him. <laughs> like, he's like, listen, I need you. He's like, gets him into a spot. He's like, what's this X over here? And he just looks up and he's just <laughs> like, there's a car just comes down on him. Like, not just any car, like a like a, like a a Tesla truck. Are they heavy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, just throwing truck and yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> okay. Trucks are just heavy. I didn't know Tesla made trucks. Yeah, there's, there's a Tesla truck that they're making. It looks weird. It looks like something out of Transformers. It has to because Tesla's a weird. Because friggin' Elon Musk is weird. He is. I think in I, all the I, best I, ways. Yeah, I think he's like I'm weird looking. I want all my products to be weird looking. Oh, uh, you're so superficial. But listen, the guy—he's <laughs> a weird looking he, dude. He's the closest thing we have to Tony Stark, and you're messing with his looks. That's true. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. All right, so See, we don't guy. just mess with with females. We just we also like make fun of dudes. Yeah, we're not? we're very equal opportunity here. We are. He's a weird looking dude. It's all right. He's you know he bangs hot chicks because his money, whatever. Anyway, uh, I gotta pick Lashley also because heart lock. Yeah, I think I think he'll just catch Sammy. Mm-hmm. Sammy be running around just grab him. Oh, grab what him if he covers himself in baby oil? And then he just slips out. He can't even... He slips out of the hurt lock. He can't even... It's like a like a greasy pig. Maybe. That's a move. I feel like that's... Uh, gimmick infringement. It's your boy Michael Nakazawa. That's his move. 
Yeah, but you know, he doesn't have the monopoly on putting on baby oil. True. Alright, cool. So we're in agreement on this yeah. one. Moving on, I think this one is going to be a bit closer for the... Not for anything, but the uh, Tag Champs versus Tag Champs. New Day Ooh. versus Street Profits. This one is very hard. Because, like, I want a team for, like, picks on, um, you know, wrestling and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, the the leader of the group, like, he makes it interesting. For Survivor Series, it's like you, you're teamed up with, like, two other people. And, like, your picks all together, like, determine the winner. Mm-hmm. And one of my questions was Street Profits versus the New Day. And I picked the New Day. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I feel like the New Day, like, is being perceived as the GOAT of the tag division. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is hard to argue against. 100%. And I like the Street Profits. Like, Montez Ford is one of my favorite wrestlers when it comes to, like, new talent. Dude's amazing. But it's... They're getting really annoying right now. <laughs> but, like, it it really... Like you said earlier, like, it kind of really doesn't matter. So, if it doesn't matter, then the New Day should just win. Right. Like, they are so good on the mic like especially like I've really enjoyed their work with the the uh, hurt business lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Kofi's just mad disrespectful. So's uh, <laughs> so's Xavier. So like I love those guys, and I think and it, I think it doesn't hurt the street profits necessarily to lose to the New Day, right? At all, it might humble them and maybe show like maybe they got a few things to learn. And at the end of the day, I think it ends in a handshake. Mm-hmm. It could it could go the other way also because it certainly wouldn't hurt the new day for the Street Profits to win. One hundred percent. And you know Ford's friggin' what you call it splash from the heavens comes down. That's a, that could be a a shocker, a quick win, and then a handshake. Yeah, like yeah, you're right, but. I just feel safer with the New Day also. It's like one of those things where it's like, on one hand, if I pick the Street Profits, it's like I pull off an upset guess in my mind. And then if I'm wrong, it's like, why didn't I pick the New Day? They're the best. You know, it's like it's like one of those things. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is it. This, this is like, to me, it's a dead heat. Like, it could go either way. And it'll be fine. I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay safe and say New Day also. Um, I think it would it would obviously be very good for the Street Profits to win because I feel like big, big, big matches they they've been losing since they came up to the main roster. So I think they they could really use a big win under their belt. But going with them with the uh new day for now. Next up, the women's champions, Asuka versus Sasha. I hate this match. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I want Asuka to win, but I think Sasha might win. Because she got the shit beat out of her by Carbella, like, on Friday. Like, again. And it's like, she could also cost her the match at Survivor Series. 
it's like she just won the belt. She beat Bailey. You really want to beat her again? Mm-hmm. So, uh, God, I hate this. I'm gonna pick Sasha Banks, man. I don't like this. I don't want this. I know. I really don't. The online odds also favor Sasha. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. <sighs> Thinking about this. Timothy Thatcher is such a great wrestling character. He is. Like, like I don't want him anywhere else but at XT, but he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he his look. He just looks like a street brawler. He's a first round draft pick if I had to make my own fed. I'd definitely take him. Like first round. Yeah. Like for sure. Like he'll be in there. Definitely. Um If Carmella weren't part of the equation, it I think it's just Asuka. But I think with Mela around, there's going to be some kind of shenanigans. I wonder if... Because if she attacks Sasha Banks, it's a disqualification. So Sasha wins. Unless there's a ref bump. Mm, that's Yeah, that's true. I think WWE is kind of done with putting Oscar over Sasha right now, though. I think they want... Give her the W back? Yeah. Bring it closer to the 50-50 they love so much. They love it! I'm also playing safe. Going Sasha. Might not be a bad thing. And then the theoretical main event... Drew versus Roman. This one's easy for me. Uh, I'm going with the tribal chief. The big dog. Roman Reigns. The head of the table. Hmm. That promo that he laid down on Drew just yesterday was straight fire, dude. The best was that they were just talking. They weren't holding mics. We're si- it's like they're sitting at the table talking to each other man to man. I'm glad you brought that up because I loved that. Mm-hmm. That made that promo. Like whoever's idea that was like I do that oh, I'm tell you something brother you know that kind of thing. Like you don't always have to do that and the subtleties of him this had Paul Heyman written all over it, mm-hmm. where he goes, where Pierce is like there at his spot, he's at the head of the table, and Roman's like, move. Hmm. I, and like, right next to, like, like he might, he should have, it was like taking his dick out and laying it on Drew McIntyre's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Do something. You know what I'm saying? And he's, and the way he's talking to him, like, that promo was the equivalent of he doused Drew McIntyre in gasoline and set him on fire. Mm-hmm. He lit him up. It was beautiful. And at the same time, Drew's reaction and not rising to it, not taking the bait, it 
you know, it also it, it throws it into question. It's not a foregone conclusion. Could he be? Could he have that much belief in it? Belief in himself? You know what I'm saying? That that didn't shake him at all. That his focus is this Sunday at Survivor Series. Oh, Roman, you can say what you want, but I'm not gonna take the bait. You know mm-hmm. that kind of deal. That's what I kind of see. So you know, I'm still gonna pick Roman Reigns. Because he, he's the tribal chief, and like his stuff right now is just incredible. And Drew losing really doesn't hurt him because he's losing to the best. Yeah. And like th- when Roman's like, later on, one day, you're going to look back on this, and you're going to love me for it. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to thank me, and you're going to love me for it. It's like, it's great. Wow. That's so good. It's It's fucking creepy and scary and crazy yeah he's amazing he's doing his best work and you know what at the end of the day this in hindsight like everybody complaining about him back in the day oh he should be a heel he should be a heel Vince is showing you guys he's right again Mm -hmm. because this right now would not be as good it would not be as good if he listened to these people before. Mm-hmm. He needed the time off. He needed the time away. I think also the the not just that, but we needed to see him as a face first. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you're saying like way back to like the original Shield breakup. Yeah, um, like when they broke them up, and they're like, "Oh, he's force feeding us. He should be a heel," and blah blah blah. Remember, because he would not, the whole booing him. For eliminating Daniel Bryan because they wanted him instead, mm-hmm. you know it's like this is supposed. This is there's a reason. This is the way it is, and it's all part of the story. It's added to this character. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Because he's like, I've been where you are. Like, see, he's that shows it. Like, oh, he's been where he's is. He's done this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been where you are. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I forgot what I was gonna say, but. I agree. Um, I gotta go Roman. Also, I th- I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't think they can beat Roman right now. Um, the only question is, does Miss cash in? That's a very very good question. Uh, if I was the Miz, I would. Mm-hmm. But there's another there's another factor, and that's also the Fiend. Yep. It, and you know, also it's like Miz getting involved. Then the Fiend is that putting a hat on a hat, you know? Mm-hmm. And what about Orton? That's is a lot of variables. I'm still gonna pick Roman Reigns. I am too. I don't think it changes that. Um, I don't think this is gonna be a clean finish, one way or the other. It can't be. It can't be. But like it. it it, it, that like the fact that Roman gets a dirty win over Drew only enhances Roman's character. Yeah, because he had to do that. Right. It's like, listen, at the head of the table, you can't afford to lose. It does, you know, if someone helps you, and you know, it's it's not within the rules. You take the win. Doesn't matter. Well, he's got a family to feed. That's the whole thing. Exactly. He has a dynasty to feed. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, we're equal all down the line, except for this uh, TBA battle royal. I fucking knew it. Didn't I tell you? 
You did. Didn't I tell you? You know I like to play I know it how safe. we I know how we work. <laughs> I know how we work. Mm-hmm. Also, right. you know that when it doesn't matter, I put less thought into it. It always matters to be the champ. The championship, yes, but these matches. I hear you, but I I always I go hard. I know. In the paint. I don't have much. All right, I just want to win. Anyway, I'm back. So, we got the same all down the line. Roman over Drew, Sasha over Asuka, New Day over La- New bleh, Getting ahead of myself. New Day, New over, Day over Lashley. New Day over <laughs> Street Profits. Lashley over Sami Zayn. Uh, team Women SmackDown, Team Men's Raw. So, let's... And for the Battle Royal that we all know the participants of, I have Big E and Abacado. Ajara has Daniel Bryan and... The newly renamed, once again, Chad Gable. So let's see. Among those six, that's one SmackDown, two SmackDown. I think it's a draw with a tiebreaker. I think it's three three each. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Hmm. It was so unbalanced last year. Do you think William Regal gets paid extra for how he says war games? He should. It it should be like uh uh Bruce Bu- Michael Buffer's Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I gotta pay him twenty bucks for that. God damn it! Yeah, well, yes, you do. That's fine <laughs> with me. What do you think of the shows this week? Um. SmackDown was memorable because it had raw people on. And the promo that freaking Roman yes. thing we talked about. So yeah, yeah. I I uh I enjoy SmackDown. Daniel Bryan's new look is he looks like one of our friends. Yes, the Pajoto look. <laughs> I'm like, I know that haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I first called it Pajoto back when our friend um our friend DJ Tim T when he debuted that look, I'm like do I tell him he looks like Pajoto? Would he get it? Is is he a Pokemon guy? He'd probably Google it if not. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Daniel Bryan, Pajoto. Yep. Wait a second. Well, wait, well, I wonder if that's, you know, to represent his daughter, Birdie, because Pajoto's a Birdie. Maybe, or he just thought, it's hot down here. I just... I think they live in Phoenix, Arizona, or something. Like, maybe I want some. I say, speak, some air. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of it being hot, I read an interview with Kenny Omega who said that the conditions they're working in a daily's place are terrible. He said he didn't say dangerous. He said um, some something like that. Some some other D word. I lost the it. Heel promo? No, it, it wasn't a promo. It was an interview. Interesting. Isn't he like a alien ver- a AVP or something or a EVP or He is but he's talk he's talking about the fact that they're outside so it's like 100 degree weather it's humid so the ropes get you know slippery and everything Oh and, that's why people have accidents Right and now you're coming out and it's cold so like you warm you warmed up in the back and then you come out and you get goosebumps cuz it's quote unquote cold down there. I guess like you know in the fi- 50s you know, it's a little too cold to be wrestling in 50-degree weather, but... Hey, yeah. you do what you gotta do. 
Yeah, I mean, they saved a ton of money by doing a daily place. Living the dream, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you want to do. WWE's still paying out tons of money for, for their venues, even though it's like the same one over and over. Still, yeah. It's still got to be... It's like they're they're bleeding money. Yeah, it's like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. They can afford it. Like they like they're releasing some EVPs that I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, they just hired a new one to replace one of them that left, but like two others left. So that they had consolidated a little bit more responsibility under Stephanie McMahon a couple months ago. So one of the EVPs or VPs or whatever that they let go, um, was of. Something related to live events, but not actually live events. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we're not going to need you, so see you later. Let's save a couple hundred grand a year. Yeah, it's like, what do you even do? Yeah, it's like, you're not doing anything now, so see you. It's like, listen, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, but right now we don't have the the means to appreciate you monetarily. Right. Like that, that, that kind of deal? Mm-hmm. What'd you make of Io Shirai versus uh, Rhea Ripley? I thought it was very good. I didn't see the spot where Rhea's ear opened. It was a while ago, so... Because I, I, like, I had to do like a backwards viewing mm-hmm. kind of deal, because I didn't want to miss like important stuff. Because mm-hmm. like, if we had a new NXT Women's Champion, I'd have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, True. Uh, but yeah, I think it ended fine. And you know, for some reason, it just it just dawned on me. What are the odds of Rhea Ripley just like we were talking about, like Sasha Banks getting smoked by Carmella? But what are the odds of Rhea Ripley showing up and beating the fuck out of Oscar to make a statement? Hmm. Like she'd be a great fit on Monday Night Raw, and like that match, it looked to be like a graduation type deal. It really could have been. That's true. Hmm. Now that you mention it. People were speculating uh, that she would be like the fifth member of the SmackDown women's team, but obviously that didn't come to pass. Uh, pending. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, Bailey was a great choice. Mm-hmm. I of course, a natural leader, as Adam Pierce said, or something yeah. like that. And, and like, I it's 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 almost like he felt bad for Natalia. He's like, listen, you could be on the team, but you got to beat the. Let's see who's left. Tamita. She doesn't want to really go anyway, mm-hmm. so she probably <laughs> won't put up much of a fight. Yeah, you could do this, right? Hmm. That Otis thing pissed me off. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> you didn't. What was the point of the match? I don't know. You could have had him beat anybody. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Murphy, that Murphy Mysterio thing. It's like, come on, player. Like, what are we doing? Did you see the Murphy versus Seth match? Uh, yeah, I did. That was good. I really didn't think Seth was going to win. For some reason, I thought Seth was going to pull it out. But he's really doing the favors right now, so that's pretty good of him. Well, if you look at the timeline, he's probably going to be taking some time off. That's 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 true. That makes a lot of sense. I, I For some reason, mm-hmm. I think I got a mental block on him ruining Becky Lynch for me. But, yeah. you know, here we are. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, more power to them. Hopefully they give birth to some kind of super baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was looking for it. I have the quote, the Kenny Omega quote here. Sorry, it's the quote, most destructive environment. Oh. Because, you know, because of the temperature and weather, humidity, the whole nine. He says, quote, no one watches our show and realizes these guys are in 100 degree weather. It's damp. It's moist. The ring canvas is slippery. The ring is so bouncy in comparison to what I'm used to in New Japan, where it's like running in quicksand. I'm telling you, it's the most destructive environment I've ever been in for professional wrestling. I'm hearing a lot of excuses. <laughs> mm. uh, fine, I guess you could just say what you want, right? doesn't matter. Who's going to find him? Tony Tony Khan? Yeah, well, he's busy collecting money off the Young Bucks, because yep. so, they're the best, right? Best tag team in the world. Supposedly. What would you uh, think can, of that? Can you make can also say whatever, whatever he wants? Is he in the freaking Wrestling Top Observer Newsletter Hall of stars, Fame? Dick Hugger yeah. fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't... I don't know. Uh, you, so, you, just, you just gave me a crazy, crazy thought. All right, I'm ready. Uh, no, it, it's it's a completely fake, completely fake merchandise, but like, wrestler cock rings... Oh Jesus! Because you you said that, like he's hang, he's hanging on um Meltzer's dick basically. It's like oh yeah. well why not literally? Get your own, get your very own Kenny Omega cock ring. Listen, I'm sure if there's a market for it, it exists. Available in small and extra small. So there's probably somebody who like custom makes those. You know, <laughs> it probably is. He's out there, you know, he's whittling it or whatever, steel working and whatever. Steel, just sh- getting it done. Uh, big heel turn, not really, but I kind of maybe thought it would be a good idea that they did it, and I'm shocked that they actually pulled it off and did it. Big Willie Hobbs, baby. Yeah, I saw it coming. He, he's, he, I think we discussed this. I'm pretty sure. The past two or three times that he's run out to help Cody or whatever, he's been late. Even before that, though, like when we were talking about him, I was thinking he should be with Taz and that team. Like he could learn from Taz. 100%. Like I was, I'm pretty sure we had a discussion about that, but mm-hmm. I'd have to listen back. Um, that was cool. And it seems like the lines have been, the line has been drawn. So it's Butcher, the Blade, the Bunny, and the Loud Guy. And then so. it's El. Triangulo de la Muerte mm-hmm. together, so that's cool. Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. Hmm. It's an interesting interesting little storyline they got going there. Yeah, that's a nice way of saying I don't care about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I have some impact stuff. What? Believe it or not. I don't feel so good. I had, Am I gonna? <laughs> I had I had to check on this. So Impact is bringing back the Knockouts Tag Team Championships, and so they're doing a tournament. And I have here the brackets. And tell me if you can pick out which the obvious winners are going to be. Are you ready? Oh, I like games. All right. So. None of the none of the uh, rounds have happened yet. This is just starting. So first round, first match is Tanel Dashwood and Alicia Edwards versus Jessica Havoc and Navia. Okay, I think they'll win. Tanel Dashwood. 
probably. And whoever. Yeah. Uh, Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle, which I didn't know Killer Kelly left uh, in a, NXT UK. It's very sad for me to hear. And Renee Michelle should have just should just be on all the TVs all the time. Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle versus Jordan Grace and TBA. It's probably gonna be Jordan Grace and TBA. Very likely. Probably getting the win on over Renee Michelle. I haven't seen her wrestle ever. Uh Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles versus the Sea Stars, who I don't know. I guess them because they have an actual name and they're a tag team. Could be. And then the last match in the first round is Deanna Perrazzo and Kimberly, who was um, Abby Lath in the uh, women's, whatchamacallit, versus Taya and Rosemary. Ooh, it'll probably be Taya and Rosemary, but I really like Deanna Perrazzo. I like Deanna Perrazzo a lot, and I like Kimberly a lot. I think Taya and Rosemary win the whole damn thing. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they're part of the whole Johnny Bravo thing. They're just... It, uh, you just can't say no to that, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, why not? And then they can just feud over it with the uh, runners-up. Yeah, overall, the size advantage goes to Jessica Havoc and Navia. I don't... like. I, th- I I think I saw Navia once. I think she's big. Jessica Havoc is big. Yeah, I know. I uh, yeah, I remember her. And she's really she's the good. one that wore like the weird like gas mask thing. Yeah, this is her. I think second, if not third, run in Impact. I remember her from back in the day. Like like I think they teased a feud with um, not Karma. What the hell's her name? Awesome Kong. Hmm. Way back, way back. Kong. So I see Ty and Rosemary winning the whole thing. That's my. Very early prediction on a tournament I don't have time to watch. Unfortunately. Oh, Sea Stars. I recognize one of these girls. Can't put a name on her, though. Let me see if it says in the comments. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Closing that. Um, I have the results for their recent Turning Point pay-per-view. Oh. If you want me to run those down... Well, you know, you might as well, since you decided to drag us into the deep, deep waters of uh, Impact. Impact Wrestling. First match was Eddie Edwards versus Davari. Yes, that Davari. He's back. Eddie Edwards won. Rosemary and Taya beat Tynell Dashwood and Jordan Grace. Oh, my God. Brian Myers. Hey, you remember that guy. Who's that? Um, it it was, um, he was, like, part of the Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder crew. He was, like, the third. Oh, okay. I think he was, he was the other Edgehead guy. I think I know him. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I believe you. Um, wait, let me get a look at him. Oh, goddamn, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, it's Kurt Hawkins. Okay. All I had to do was mouse over his name to get the image. Yeah, you remember he was like uh, Owen 203 or whatever it was? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He actually had a WWE shirt. Brian Myers. That's pretty... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. He beat Swoggle. Matter. Wait, what? He beat Hornswoggle. He's an impact? Yeah. 
Cool. I don't know if he's signed because obviously he just did AEW, but yeah. Uh, Chris Saban and James Storm, which they're calling what? What? What was it? Beer? Beer machine guns? Something? Beer machines? Are they the motor machine guns and beer money? Yeah, it's half and half. Okay. Um, beat Triple XL, which are AC Romero and Larry D. AC Romero. Larry D. Yeah. <laughs> AC Romero, I've seen on Pro Wrestling Magic. He is. It's a big dude. All right. Not to interrupt, you can keep going, but I'm rewatching Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. I'm trying to figure out. It's coming up to where I had to rewind it because it's like the ear thing came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It's like. She was. They they did a spot where Io Shirai and her are on a top turnbuckle, like she goes to like I guess suplex her or something, mm-hmm. and her ear was fine. And it looks like it's gonna be a little bit after that where she's she's cut. It might have been where she, the way she landed or something. I'll let you know when the gloves come out. Cool, cool, cool. I uh, like. I'm wondering if it if it's... the gloves just came out. So it's like when they came off the top. So it might have been the way she landed on her ear or something. Could be. Uh, I'm wondering if it has to do with uh, the gauge in her ear. That yeah, I think that's it. Okay. It has to do with that most likely. But the gloves just came out. All right. So back to impact. All right, so AC Romero, the tag name Triple XL sounds very appropriate. For the X Division Championship, Rohit Raju <laughs> defeat Cousin Jake. Co- okay. Cousin Jake is Cody Deaner's cousin. Cody Deaner is the guy that was on screen dating ODB, and she was like dragging him around. They were, they were the last, like one of the last Impact Women's Tag Champions I remember. Yes, mm-hmm. ODB and her boyfriend were Women's Tag Champs. Gotcha. And that's Impact Wrestling. Willie Mack beat Moose by DQ. And the Good Brothers faced the North. The North. Were the tag team champions? Guess who's the tag champs now? Good brothers. Good brothers. Shocker! Shocker! Oh my God! Io Shirai kicked. She drop kicked Rhea Ripley right in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Rhea's this tall. Bitch is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Diana Perazzo reclaimed the knockout championship from Sue Young. Good. It was a no DQ match. I'd like nice. to see that match. I want to see if I can find it. And I'm sure you could. Rich Swan successfully defended the Impact Championship against Sammy Callahan. The fact that Rich Swan is the Impact Champion, I'm really starting to believe somebody fired off the Hadrian Collider. Like <laughs> this is we we were shot into like a parallel universe. Maybe we'll never know because it's not our our Hadron Collider. Exactly. Um. All right. So, in the spirit of the Undertaker, let's let's. What would you say? What is? Let's start with the, our favorite iterations of the Undertaker. Maybe best matches. Any memorable moments with the Undertaker? You know, and his storied career. I think so. My favorite moment, and this is going to be a very selfish, very um superficial moment, is. The moment he stopped using the Limp Biscuit song for his entrance, <laughs> that 
Roland was the most played out song ever in wrestling history. And it was it's it's one of those things where it's like it was I thought it was okay at the time the first two times I heard it. Mm-hmm. It's but like, then it's like it was had, a wrestling he's thing. He's here. You know the kids? He's here. Gone. Yeah. Dead there was this whole man thing. Walking. Then, remember and then was, hits. Remember there was this whole like thing with like the promos with like the kids doing like the the jumping rope and shit like that? Like it's almost like a like Freddy's coming for you cut type of thing, yeah, but it's like yeah, the Undertaker yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, it was like he's here. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know if it's did the it was it like did they do I don't know if it was like from the beginning like dong and it's like dead man walking or is that later you know I don't know I think that was a little later but that was when he came back and he was like the underbiker yeah which I think you hated I hated the biker I wasn't I didn't like it because it was it wasn't the Undertaker anymore right you know mm-hmm. they kind of I think. They did that when they had a feeling that he might leave for WCW. So they're like, all right, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, not so much that. But it was like, in case he wanted to do that in WCW, it's like, well, we'll do it here. So that, ah. so that if you leave, you can't do it there. Right. Well, okay. Well, it's like, well, if I can't be me and I can't be that character, what the fuck would I be? Can't put him under a mask again. That won't work. Mean Mark Callis. Uh, yeah, favorite like, yeah. or most... Mem- I think the most memorable Undertaker moment for me is not even um, an Undertaker moment. It's the cell bump. Right, okay. And if you ask which one, the answer is just yes, because <laughs> I, you, I almost can't even believe that, that happened. That, like... Fall, getting thrown off the cell through the announce table and being thrown through the cell to the mat below with a chair falling on his face. You describe that as like, wow, those are, those are some incredible matches. Like, no, that was one match. Dude, if I was in the back, I'd be like, why are you, why is he doing this? <laughs> like, I'd be like, it's still going? Shouldn't we stop this? It's like, uh, no disrespect. It's like, did we already lose a guy? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, was that before? I don't, was that before? That, that was after. Wow. It had to have been after. And I'm like, you can fact check me, but I guess, like, for me, memorable, it's only because it's, like, one of my earliest memories. It's like, forgetting, like, the, 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 let's, let's, let's go past the usual. Look at the size of that, the whole, you know, Survivor Series, you know, million-dollar team. But it was Yokozuna versus The Undertaker at Royal Rumble. Hmm. And the urn, when they opened the urn, and, like, it was like a flashlight in there, Mm -hmm. and he lost the match. I was like, wait, what? That's crazy. That That's one of my, like, earliest, like, crazy, like, WTF, uh... WWF Undertaker moments. Yeah, I saw a bit of that in the uh, in the Paul Bearer special. Um, I don't remember a specific moment, but I was watching that, and I think one of my earliest memories of you know watching uh, superstars on 
um, Channel 5 way back in the day, Fox now, um, mm-hmm. was like when he was feuding with Warrior. And they had on Undertaker's graveyard, they had uh, a coffin for, for Warrior. And like, you know, I had Warrior's uh, symbol all over it and everything. And Warrior comes out and they beat him down and they lock him in the casket. Do you remember that? Whoa. I was like, yeah, I was kinda. like, wait, those things lock? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, you want to make sure they don't get out, dude, in case of zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I didn't know until then that they locked. I forgot that they lock. I mean, I guess it's, it's re- like, realistically, it's like an airlock kind of thing. But then you think about it, it's like, it's airtight. So now this guy that's in there doesn't have a whole lot of oxygen. This is terrifying me, by the way. This whole conversation. And it's before cell phones, so you can't. Be, and it's before cell phones, so, so it's not like, all right, um, it's getting a little thin in here when, when this is segment <laughs> over. <laughs> you can't just text someone. And then they. I wouldn't even. And then yeah. later on, they opened the casket, and you saw that it was all scratched up inside. Can you imagine agreeing to that segment? <laughs> Pre cell phones? No. Yeah, right. I'd right, be like, right. listen, make sure my cell phone's in there. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to be playing my snake on it or whatever. Remember phones with snake? Mm. Your phone had snake. <laughs> yes. I, I I remember my prepay phone. I used to love it because mm-hmm. it's like the, the most high-tech game ever. <laughs> um, And uh, I guess like I liked when... And this one, like, I don't know, probably controversial, but Undertaker versus Undertaker. And, like, Undertaker comes back and he's got, like, the purple instead of the gray. Yeah. I always thought that was a better look. Mm-hmm. Like, the way it, like, went together. That was cool. I, I, I'm I a big fan of the original, like, Undertaker look. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I thought it was really clever when he... um. When Taker had broken his orbital bone, sorry, when Rey Mysterio had broken Taker's orbital bone, so Taker had started wearing uh, face mask. a protective face mask, but he's like, all right, let's make it look like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it looked dope. So, th- yeah, so, like, so that was cool. Was like you, That's how you really fit stuff in. Yeah, not not like the standard Trish Stratus, Cody Rhodes, stashing Cody Rhodes face mask. Yeah, 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 not like that shit. Like, listen, I got I got character to maintain here. Let's not. This a dead man here. Yeah, not doing plexiglass. Yeah, whatever the fuck that was. Uh, so that's my like. I I didn't think I remembered so many details of that until I started talking about it. Could you yeah, believe I didn't uh, even look any of that up just now, dude? I believe you. Like, I was expecting like some dead air for you to just be like, all right, let me. <laughs> no, because I, I remember the um seeing it on. The mortician, the Paul Bearer story. Um, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that reminded me of it. That, so, that what do you cool. think is going to. Do you think he's going to show up kayfabe or he's going to be the Undertaker and strip down to all his clothes and leave it in the ring? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect, and I'm cool with that. Like, I kind of I kind of don't want to think about it because I don't want to overhype. Or get myself into a space, a headspace where what he actually does will be disappointing. The fiend better not show up and mess things up. I'll be pissed. 
Because it's like, listen, that's done. He's not doing that anymore. Because there's no way to get him back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Taker did say he would he would love to come back for a match with the Fiend. Look, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Once you do a TikTok, you don't get to be the Undertaker anymore. Last ride. Last Part ride means two. last ride. Like, there's this. Uh, we finished watching Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> and um, there's this character that's been in there. For, spoiler from an old ass show. But he's been in the show for like the first season. Mm-hmm. And like, in I think it's either in the second season or the end of the first season, you find out that he's got cancer. Mm. That motherfucker is still alive until the final season. Okay? It's like that. It's like. What are you doing? You said you're dying. Just stop. Well, it's like a ticking bomb there. I guess so. But yeah, I guess it's unrelated. And I'm just angry. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I'm going to miss The Undertaker. Looking forward to uh, what they do. And like you, not having any high expectations. Yeah, because I, w- I want it to be good. I don't want to come up with a scenario that's better than what they give us. It's been a hell of a ride. Has been hell of a ride, and I think that's the perfect segue. It's been a hell of a ride for this podcast. Wow, we're done, huh? What I, I I don't know how well. I think that's the perfect ending. I yeah uh, sure. I can't right? I, I can't argue. I cannot argue. Uh well, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> do, do the thing. Perfect perfect segue. We, we still keep tripping over it. I know. I know. <laughs> That's what we do. Indeed. Thank you, Mark Henry. Ah, sound just like him. You got the salmon suit on and everything. How'd you know? <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm a bit of a psychic. Yeah. Not quite my color, I gotta say. I hear ya. Well, if you want to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, you can email us, believe it or not, uh, by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. I keep having to fight to say at Basement Bookers, because it's not at. The ad is after the Basement Bookers in email addresses. Um, Twitter, at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jer, at Rich There Is. We have a Facebook page. It's called The Basement Bookers. We have a, an Instagram that is occasionally posted to Basement Bookers Pod. It's like the only one that's different. Basement Bookers Pod. <laughs> hey, we discussed this. We did. We had many options. And it doesn't matter because nobody does anything on it. I'm sorry, guys. Let them find out the hard way. Yeah, we're going to be like The Undertaker when he first came out with TikTok. Like, he had the TikTok and there was nothing on there. Mm -hmm. And this is just now. That's what my TikTok is. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Because, you know, I look. Anyway, uh, you, Jerry, have a parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers! It peaks.